Hey there, this is Mike and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. I want to start with a wonderful story of how a woman changed her relationship with her mother through revision. Here's Ivy's story. My mom used to be very emotionally abusive and had a really bad temper, even though she's quite a good person. After I learned about revision, actually I read a story of a person who revised her childhood and restored her perfect eyesight. I started to revise my childhood little by little, just the few experiences I remembered that hurt me with my mother. It wasn't easy. I almost cried every time. Then I went on with my life and my mother started to change. She was already a Buddhist before, uh, but not the spiritual kind, the superstitious kind. (laughs) Then she became more and more spiritual and I started telling her about Neville's teachings. Anyway, she has transformed from an emotionally abusive person to an annoyingly positive person. She used to have a lump in her breast, but she never got it checked. She was too scared. After she became all positive and calm, one day she realized the lump was gone. (laughs) Ivy laughingly ends the story with, I sometimes even get jealous how fast she learns. (laughs) Thank you, Ivy. I asked her what she imagined and how she revised those moments of her childhood. She told me she just took a few events and saw and heard her mother reacting and behaving as the loving mother she wanted her to be. It isn't the actual scene or scenes that caused a change in her mother. It was Ivy's belief in her imagination, belief in those imaginal acts, her belief in the revised version. It always comes down to belief, belief to the point of knowing, no more maybes or just in cases, no backups a peculiar certainty in the power of your own imagination. Now, Ivy died in that revision. It appears that she changed the behavior of someone that is outside and separate from her, but the change happened within Ivy. She died to the old version of her mother and resurrected this new image by revising those moments in her childhood and believing in those revised moments seeing and hearing her mom as she wanted her to be. Her experience and all of our experiences always occur within us. We can never experience anything outside of us, even on this physical, biological level. Everything we detect with our senses is interpreted and experienced within us. When we shift in consciousness, when we shift states, one from a state of lack into the state of no longer having that lack, that wish fulfilled. The old state is dead. We are no longer breathing life into it by our occupation of it. And we can enter into and occupy any state. Neville says this whole world is dead, animated by our own imagination, our awareness. Did Ivy have to go back and revise those moments in her past to see a change in her mother? No. She could have just as easily assumed her mother is now already the loving, patient mom. 
assumed that her mom has always been like that. By that assumption and Ivy's continued existence or awareness from that new state, her experience of her mother would reflect that assumption. And she didn't need her mother's permission to see her mother differently. Everything, everything is possible for the one believing. Everything is possible for you. In the lecture, Eternal States, Neville says, try to remember that there is no limit to God's creative power or your power of belief. Persuade yourself that things are as you desire them to be. Fall asleep in that assumption, as that is your act of faith. Tomorrow, the world will begin to change to make room for the garment of your assumption. If it takes one person or 10,000 to aid the birth of your assumption, they will come. You will not need their consent or permission because the world is dead. And what would be the purpose in asking dead people to help you? <laughs> Simply know what you want, animate the scene, and those playing their parts will begin to move towards the fulfillment of your desire. There's no need to go to anyone outside of your own imagination. Neville says this whole world is dead, animated by our imagination. There are infinite states for each of us to pass through, but those states are dead. They're lifeless, just like two-dimensional pictures, just a picture, flat, until we enter it and occupy it through the simple act of assumption. Here's a quote from the lecture, Conception. It seems insane on a certain level, but I'm telling you what I know from experience. And just as God impregnates the dead on a higher level, you can impregnate a dead state on this level. Think of a state and you are its spectator. You're just looking at the picture. And the state will remain dead relative to you until you penetrate it, until you approach it on your fiery chariot of imaginative power. A state is penetrated through the act of assumption. Assuming you are now in the state you want to externalize, you think from it and no longer of it. You're no longer looking at that photo album, that collection of pictures, <laughs> all these things you want to express and experience in life, to stepping into those pictures and seeing the world from that new state. In case you didn't know this, you are the light of the world, the light of consciousness. John 1.3 says, All things came into being through him, and without him, not even one thing came into being that has come into being. Who's this verse talking about? God. You. It's consciousness or imagination. All things are coming into being through your imagination, and without your imagination, not one thing can come into being. You can be conscious of something and still not experience it. You can be aware that wealth is out there, aware of people being wealthy and healthy, but not be aware of being it yourself. You can certainly see it expressed in seeming others and still remain in a state of poverty. That's what Neville's talking about when he says thinking of a state and not thinking from it. When you thinking of a desire and you're thinking, oh man, I want to do that. I want to be that. Oh, it's going to take a while, if ever. 
all of these things that run through our minds, these doubts and delays that we throw up. We do it. We delay us. No one can delay it for us. That's thinking of the state of our wish fulfilled, not thinking from it. As long as I'm thinking of a state, that state that I want to express is dead relative to me. You're dead to me. <laughs> it's only one of infinite possibilities for me. It's the same with Ivy. If she thought about how abusive her mother was and hoped she'd change one day, this new version of her mom would remain dead relative to her. Ivy had to die to the old state, the old image of her mother to give life to the new. It's always within us. Romans 12, 2 tells us that we are transformed by the renewing of our minds. We transcend one state and express the other by the renewing of our mind, by assuming the feeling of already being the chosen state and thinking from it. It's also called repentance. We have a radical change of mind. We change our mind. You can recite hundreds of affirmations or act out thousands of imaginal scenes, but they're all in vain if you don't believe in the power of what you're doing, if you don't believe in the power of your imagination. If you truly believe that imagining creates reality, you'd realize that excessive repetition is just that. It's excessive. It's unnecessary. As soon as you assume the feeling of your wish fulfilled, regardless of the technique, the seed is planted. You fertilized the dead state. Now, think and live from that new state. It only takes a moment to fertilize the state. It's really as quick and as subtle as a decision, as your next breath. We just like to make it so much more difficult. You already have the power. Man or you can decree a thing, decide a thing, the Bible says. You can decide a thing and it will be done. That verse in Job, I can't remember the reference, the numbers, but it tells us you can decide a thing and nothing can stop it from coming to you. It doesn't say you can decide a thing and then do this special technique or follow these steps and then you can have your wish fulfilled in mark eleven twenty four, 24 it says whatever whatever you believe or whatever you ask for in prayer whatever you want and ask by the way means to claim it you're not begging whatever you claim in imagination be believing you have it it's an ongoing continued persistence continued existence in the state of your wish fulfilled and then it ends with, and you will have it. The more you daily practice this art of imagining, you'll do as Neville describes in the lecture, God is light. You will reach the point when you will know that your wish is already fulfilled. Then you will sigh and say, thank you, Father. Even though you know you are the Father, you can still address Him as another, but an intimate self. You might be thinking of some problem right now, or maybe not a problem, a new goal, something else you want to experience, something else you want to achieve. 
And maybe it's not in the material stuff. Maybe it's the promise. Maybe you want to get to that point where you know and you remember who you really are. Well, if you were already the person you want to be or you already have the thing you want right now, today, if it's yours right now and it's already been yours, what would you be doing now, today? At this time of this day, what would you be doing if your wish were already fulfilled? If you already had the life you've been craving? Well, that answer, it would be a perfect scene to step into in your imagination. Enact the scene. Live it in imagination. Feel the satisfaction of already being it. Now you've done it. That's it. You have now entered and fertilized what was previously a dead state. Now just occupy it. You got there. Now remain in the state by thinking from it, living from it, imagining from it. And you'll get to the point where you know as soon as you have a desire that it's already fulfilled. And you'll get to a point that you know beyond any doubt that you are infinitely greater than your little persona, bigger than all the states you could possibly move through. And then you'll know that this verse from the Bible is all about you. Then the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed the breath of life into his nostrils, and the man became a living being said the feeling twisty way, my I amness, my awareness of being, formed me and breathed life into this form I like to call Mike. And my awareness continues to breathe life into every state I occupy. But I know these things that I've created, that I've molded, that I've fashioned with my imagination aren't really me. And I also know that I can do all things in imagination. And so can you. I love you. I'm feeling twisty.